Los Nachos Amigos, and welcome to yet another variation of me delivering the same goddamn line, aka Record Breakers. I'm Peter Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me is my crew, my squad, my team. We've got Brett. Cheers, love. The cavalry's here. We've got Drew. Oh, well, let's break it down. And we got Patrick. Hello. Uh, it's high noon, and we're here to talk <laughs> about music. <laughs> no, it's like, it's, it's 11.01. It's 11.01. It's high noon uh, in Somebody's going to get really confused if they've listened back to back and don't know what the hell's going on. So, yeah. You know what? It's high noon in Korea, and that's all that matters. Uh... And we're talking about music. Uh, we're talking about uh, we're sharing with each other, and here to provide music for us, uh, as he always uh, is on every you know every fifth episode when we have guests frequently. Uh, Patrick, Patrick's got an album for us. What do you got for us, Patrick? It's once again my turn to bring music Brett might hate. Uh, this uh, week I brought a band called Larkin Poe and their album Reskinned. Mm. Oh, presumptuous there, buddy. <laughs> I said might hate. I didn't say might. will. I said might. Yes. Uh, Brett, what were your expectations coming into this album? Well, I, I heard the name Larkin Poe when I thought that it was like Reddit's new favorite porn star. But no, it wasn't. Um, uh, I, I had no clue what this band was. Uh, I, 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 I did feel somewhat shocked when i found i was familiar with some of the tracks um that i heard on this album but no i had no idea who this was mm-hmm. uh drew what were your expectations coming into this album i had zero um it was a band whose name i did not recognize uh it was an album cover of two girls looking at each other so i was like oh great uh swagger's bringing uh, girl rock, awesome! Like that was my expectation. Oh, don't be so excited! <laughs> oh wow. Well, well, we'll see if we'll see if my excitement was. You're, you're, let's you're see off if the chain, my but... my let's see if my uh low thoughts continued. Yeah. Uh Let's talk about this album musically. Patrick, what would be the themes on this that you would say make up this record? Uh, it's bluesy roots rock. It's, it's rock and roll with a very, very bluesy sort of vibe to it. There is a uh, slide, slide guitar, slides, I believe what you would call steel, but not pedal steel. Uh, there's lots of bluesy guitar licks, and there's two girls singing, making nice harmonies. It, it's... Um, it's an album that, like, it came out in April. Shortly thereafter, someone on Twitter mentioned it, and I listened to a song off it. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to add this to my, uh, add this to Google Music, and ended up being like, I listened to this album, I think, twice before I brought it on the show. I was like, yeah, this needs to come on the show. It's awesome. And it gave me an excuse to listen to it for, you know, two weeks straight. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's blue, it's like heavy blues rock, but with a, with a lot of, uh, pop production and some pop poppy sort of stuff thrown into it's it's uh it's interesting 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett, what would be the themes elements that caught your attention on this album? Well, it's it's Western blues guitar rock inspired indie rock with lo-fi female vocals. Oh, uh, lo-fi vocals, Drew, like like the Beatles. Um, uh, no, uh, the, most of the songs are you know blues rock on paper. I mean, you, you, if you looked at them, um, the uh, with the rhythm guitar, you, you get rhythm guitar, and then uh, like over the top of it, um, you get like mostly single string uh, lap steel licks that go all the way up the three octaves or whatever. Um, the, the, the lead follow the, 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 the steel lead licks, uh, you know, tend to follow the lyrics. Um, they, they, they never really get in the way. Um, there's not a whole lot of hot guitar licks cause it's like hot guitar. It's, it's weird. I, the, the, it's, <laughs> The, there's a lot of single string cool stuff there it's it, you get you get it gets difficult to stay on pitch because it's a fretless instrument and you're you can't even see where your steel slide is so you're going by sense of smell i i understand that's not a knock but things tend to hang out on one string um the you know judging the steel guitar is played by somebody um i i'm somebody who has skills at steel guitar that range between non-functioning and knows enough to not be good at it and knows that he's not good at it. Um, the accuracy is amazing in my, my opinion, um, as the foremost record breakers authority on, um, steel guitar, which is great. Um, we can, we could call, we could phone up our expert on the street, uh, but, uh, he is, he was unavailable to, to take the calls at this moment. Yes. Um, we'll go back to the time for time weather. It, uh, but, eventually, like Squigs is going to be listening to this in public, screaming at us for not knowing enough about steel guitar. No, he, he no, he'll just be kind and be like, "I would have said this," or you know, to be, oh, no, be even-handed and lovely. But uh, the the, the <laughs> we were told <laughs> that uh, that this would be an album that he would either love or hate. So, um, we'll, we'll, we'll have to do our over under bets on, uh, on how much he's going to like or hate at the end, but more, more to this, this is like, uh, you know, the, 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 the accuracy of the pitch of the steel guitar was something that really, really stuck out to me because that's, that's a hard thing to do. And normally you just, you know, slide, you just, you, you fake your way until you, you can get away with it. There's not a whole lot of cheese in your notes, um, going on here. Um, I do see a lot of people call them the Little Sisters of the Almond Brothers. I don't think that's really fair to either one of the bands. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, a piece I, I of metal, it, it a piece of metal in, goes. I wouldn't say it would be entirely inappropriate to say the Almond Brothers certainly were probably amongst the influences. But yeah, I think that's a yeah, I, that's I don't some strong words for a band who effectively has doing. one one album. So I would probably one, like, say uh, the their previous group, the Lovell Sisters, just based on the description and and the Lovell Sisters, uh, place just based on description, probably got them that moniker more than Larkin Poe. But yeah. Uh, I, I, but not I having still, heard uh, the music, nothing against either one of them, but I just don't think what, what Warren, like uh, standard tuning guitar with a slide is a little different, but that, that's nothing against, I just, that, I don't know why I put this it, in this section, would, uh, but yeah, 
it it it, you feel it, it does both the, the service, especially these these ladies. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to judge these ladies next to a, a and and something. There's the measuring stick of music. This art has to be this or this to, against this art. Um, this stuff actually stands out pretty well. Um, when it comes to indie rock of this, that's packaged up like this, you'll you'll if you if you look at this from from the from the outset and not know what you're getting into, like I did, I didn't know I was going to get people that were playing a steel guitar they and making like crazy slide like blues runs like the you know I did not expect that coming in. Um, wow, I was I got plenty of it. Let me tell you that. Yeah, I'll tell you, you what. Got it in spades. Uh, if you will. Uh, Drew, what would be the themes and elements that caught your attention? Um, well, let's start with one thing. Um, the f- fuck, this is not what I expected. Um, like at all. Like, I don't know if like moving to Texas like changed like Patrick outlook on things. Like, why this like weird southern bluesy thing is coming to us. But it's a thing that came, and boy howdy, uh, did it did it ever fill the headphones like a lot. It's a cool sound for sure. Um, it's got that southern rock blues like stiff upper lip to it, that attitude, uh, both in the delivery and in the lyrics. But it's still. It's still got the modern take on it. Um, a lot of rock and roll has been a little bit overdriven at times. Um, and this, I think, does that. But hearing these instruments went with that little bit more of a crunch is kind of cool. Um, but overall, I actually kind of had fun with it. Um, I actually kind of enjoyed the things I was hearing on the record. So chalk that up to the instrumentation, the fact that there's lap steel and dobro and such, but it was actually, what'd you call me? (laughs) Dobro. I called you doughy, bro. (laughs) You, you, you stupid old square neck. (laughs) But no, it was, it was surprising in a lot of ways. It was not what I expected out of a, uh, Pat record by any stretch of the imagination. But it actually had some really cool stuff to it. And it was actually really, it was fun. Like, it was simple. It's not super reinventing the wheel or anything, but it's taking a couple of different aspects and putting them together. The Almond Brothers thing I will comment on, I think that the little sister of the Almond Brothers makes some sense for these guys. Uh, these guys, these girls, um, in the sense that you think of the little one when they start to come in their own, trying to be different in some way than the older sibling. And just as much as they rebel against the parents, they sometimes try to be different than the older sibling on purpose. And that I think is part of what that is. There is, there is some definite influence there from that sort of sound, but it's definitely from a different, aspect hey they're just trying to make a living and doing the best they can yes exactly um (laughs) uh patrick what would be some of the key tracks to zeroing on 
on those records. So I'm gonna do the record breakers thing. Talk about the opener, Sucker Puncher. This, like, if if you don't, if you hear this song, and you're not like, what the fuck just happened to me? You're not listening right. There's something wrong with you. It's it's just it's a dirty blues song. It's got like John Bonham echo on the drums. It the vocals are really really great. Um, I am usually the one who hates uh, lo-fi vocals. And for whatever reason on this album, I forgive them fully. I think they're fantastic. Uh, it, it's it just the, the song shows up and it blows your doors off like that is that is how a song should be. And it's not, you know, it, it's not what it's not what you expect from, you know, two twenty something girls on a stage. That's that's usually either going to end up being super poppy or like all the girl punk stuff that i love this is something different uh girl <laughs> women rock come on now let's 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 i'm sorry i uh uh when god closes a door this is just it's dead ass simple it's mostly a you know stomping kick drum sort of sound the whole way through it but uh, the vocals and the way they're delivered are really, really cool. And the guitars interact. So you've got basically rhythm guitar played by the, the lead singer and then uh, lap steel uh, electric crank the fuck up. Uh, often, like Brett said, sort of following vocal harmonies or vocal melodies, but also, you know, kind of interacting with the uh, with the regular rhythm guitar. And it works really good. And uh and uh, Blunt, which is a little closer to the end of the record. I just kind of like the way it's constructed. It's like like blues album, but this sounds like it was made with a drum machine. Uh, but it's 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 just weird, and it it stands out in that it's kind of different. And the the vocals and the harmony choices that they made were really really cool, and it made for a song that like you want to keep coming back to. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, Brett, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Um, there, there are a few that we could touch on. Um, the don't, um, is the, uh, the wall of sound song. You get strings, you get chorus, you get par- pounding parlor piano. That was kind of hard to say. Uh, you get like clapping, you get tambourine and you get the rest of the band. Um, it's, it's like, it's begging to be used like for a coming of age film. I, I always bring this up, but it's, this is, this is something that, that would, would fit in like a movie about a plucky young lady that uh, don't need nothing from nobody. Um, kind of, kind of music. Um, this is by far the most popular song. On Spotify. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, th- this is a, the song that has a music video. So I assume that, uh, if you're familiar with these guys, this is probably a safe assumption that this is the song that brung you. Um, stubborn love, um, you know, tremolo guitar, some, some fun swells, uh, some simple and uh, effective drums that that's of note, uh, and, uh, jailbreak. Honestly, the first time I heard this song, I couldn't help but find uh, silly, uh, coincidental similarities to the, uh, Sunday night football theme song. <laughs> um, the, the, the chorus, uh, uh, use that really uh, honey covered reverb on the backing vocals too. So yeah, those are those are those are some songs that stuck out to me over the the plays that I've had for an extended period of time. 
due to our recording schedule, this has been yes. in my playlist for a while. So <laughs> those are what's stuck. Yeah. Uh, Drew, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Well, there's the record breakers thing. Um, Sucker Puncher. It's got that, like, it has the, like, hard rock radio, like, guitar riff and crunch and tone to that, um, which was cool. But it didn't have the that's all it's going to be fill the entire space with that sort of feeling. There was uh, room for the other uh, voices in the song to sort of breathe and have room to be heard. The the effects on the actual vocals were a bit much, um, but I think overall it was really catchy, and it was one of those things where if this was on the radio, it would be something that I'm sure people would want to seek out more of this band because of. Um, I'm going to bring up Problem, because anytime there's a hard rock song that tries to serious like take seriously the I'm going to spell a word thing, <laughs> it, it just kind of kind of comes off ridiculous to me and funny but like if you can if you can like embrace that and sort of still make it work and still be a cool song despite the like weird cringy factor i'm i'm super cool with it total respect for owning that and then i'm gonna end on the end overachiever the song is simple and it's beautiful and it's sort of like Miles Davis, like, sort of lends you off into just, like, it's simple. You get it. You got what you came for, and it just sort of leaves you with a nice little bow to tie on the record as a whole. I I don't know why Overachiever stuck with me so much. It's only 2 minutes and 19 seconds. It's a simple song, some vocals, some piano, but I think it was really pretty. So. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah, some cool tracks. Uh, I have to uh, wonder. Like, I I swear, uh, trouble in mind. I've heard it somewhere. I've heard it somewhere on like a TV show or a commercial or something. And I just wish I could figure out where it was. But I was that- in a similar position as you, PD. That I heard some of this stuff before somewhere, and I don't Stop. run around in a whole lot of weird circles where this stuff would just up and pop in. So somewhere yeah. we'll, so we'll have like- to do some investigating. Yeah, but that one, I, I think if I, if I were to... Private it, dick. <laughs> if I were to uh, point out uh, some key tracks, that one would be one that stuck with me, just of how, like, it it, it was cool, but, like, it, very accessible and, like... Am I uh, having a stroke? Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, it's very cool and accessible, and I, I could see it playing on some, like, movie soundtrack or something like that. Uh, yeah, those, those, those are key tracks. So we bring it back around the horn. Uh, to to talk about some conclusive thoughts, because uh, we got to through this pretty pretty quickly. Uh, Brett, what would be your conclusive thoughts on this album as a whole? Well, there's nothing that I heard on this album that was groundbreaking or new. But if if you want a modern recording of Western style blues rock, it's a it's a pretty well polished and modernly inspired version of that. Um, it's it's not offensive, but it wasn't really personally affecting. Um, you probably don't. You'll have your own opinion. Um, give it a listen. Um, you might find something new here. It might be that I just wade in different waters than some people. 
and where I, you know, where I get things. I don't, you know, I don't want you to think that, uh, I dislike this horribly. I'll hang around and see what these folks are up to in the future because I see gold in them, their hills. But, uh, you know, this, 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 this weren't uh, kind of blue, <laughs> but, uh, it was, it, no, it, I didn't come in expecting it to be. Yeah. Uh, Drew, what would be your conclusive thoughts on this album? Uh, oddly, the same sentiment. Um, it It's not something I would regularly play or regularly search out. It's not something that's going to get like a super heavy rotation from me. But it is something that inevitably, when Swagger brings the next album that this band does, I'm going to be knowing what to come in expecting and exciting or excited to hear it exciting to hear it wow my my english does do very good um you, you no. talk english good yeah <laughs> uh and i'm a poet guys <sighs> yeah don't um, you know it but yeah i it's something that i will keep an ear out for yeah in the future yeah, this is this is well done. It's it's accessible. Uh, it's it's very interesting, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what Lark and Poe have to do have to offer in the future, and also uh, in the over under of uh, Squig's opinion, I vote push. Uh, hey, we need to we need to we need to talk about that. No no better time than now. Uh, Squiggles, what do you what do y'all think? Uh, this is we've got some time to fill here. Drew, what are your what's your hot take? What do you think Squiggle's opinion is going to be? Because we know it's going to get him in the door because it's got steel guitar. And he'll um, do with pretty much anything we ask him to if we, if we have him rate on a scale of 1 to 10, Where do you I, think would, it's gonna be? I would put the... Uh, I'll put it at a 6 or I'm 7. I'm saying below that. I'm saying below that. You're He's going to be the below? maybe 5... Middling to dislike. Yeah, I, I PD, voted. What's push. your take? I, I I'm, voted. Push. I'm I'm on the thoughts where he's he's probably going to pick apart the guitar playing, and that will be the end of it for him. But I'm hoping maybe he can just enjoy it for being kind of fun. All right, way to paradigm shift on me. <laughs> Hope I, I uh, will. Be, I will be honest, Brett. You're of of the of the current votes. You're probably the right the correct one. But I'm hoping he finds joy in it. No, he's kind of ten of ten. I got somebody's got to do. It. He's gonna love this thing. He's not gonna shut up about. It. He's gonna get the tattoo. Yes. <laughs> uh, somebody's got to vote for for the for the for the, the unpopular one. That's how you make money. Uh, yeah, those were our thoughts, and now we get. Well, no, uh, uh, Patrick. No. Yeah, those were our thoughts, and now it's Patrick's thoughts. <laughs> See. Um. Ha- this is so a lot of the current crop of popular rock music it, it really 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 draws heavily on like grunge and alternative which I also enjoy this this has no grunge and alternative in it it's it's you know it's definitely harkening back to the early 70s sort of blues rock and roll stuff that was going on and but then throwing in a pile of of slide steel, which I just think is a cool instrument. I wish I had enough talent to play correctly. Uh, I just think it's fun. Like, like it's, it's not an album that like feels super serious. Uh, it, it's just enjoyable. The, the musicianship's really high. 
And I, I just I enjoy the hell out of listening to it, which is why I brought it. Because I'm like, oh, this came out. I like it. I have an excuse to listen to it for a week or two. So mm-hmm. go listen to it or something. And now that's all of our thoughts. Everyone included. Nobody left out. Uh, now we get to the main event of the evening. We get to our haiku reviews. Where we all sum it up into poetic form. Somewhat. Uh, let's start with Drew. Drew, what is your haiku? I where to put it. A bit surprised by the amount of Southern Rock, but kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll throw mine in here a second. Uh, commercial Roots Rock, all performed very tightly. A pretty good ride. Uh, Brett. What is your haiku? Not ridiculous. More than just some lady rock. It's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, last but not least. It's good. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, Patrick, what is your haiku? Classic bluesy roots. Great vocals and mean guitars. Rock and roll ain't dead. And those are our thoughts on Lark and Poe. LARPing Poe is a way cooler thing to do. LARPing Poe? Yeah. yeah. LARPing Poe. You, you just uh, you play a D&D campaign about the Raven. Yeah. I, I get rubber bands of different colors to designate my different spells. Yes. Yeah. Or, uh, or, the, or, uh, or you can get this ring. At, uh, you get a bunch of these rings. Roll, roll, yeah. roll a D20 if the gorilla hits you in the morgue. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm going to make all the Edgar Allan Poe references I possibly can while they're still relevant. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, goodness. But yeah. Uh, those are our thoughts on Larkin Poe. You can, of course, find this on our Spotify playlist. Play Record Breakers, the home game. Follow along with us. Do the things. Listen along as we do our thing. Presumably... On that Spotify playlist uh, is going to be next week's record. Uh, and it's going to be provided by Brett. Brett, what do you got for us next week? Well, I got a guy by the name of James and a guy named Mike and their other buddy, Wenzel. Um, we're going to bring a, a band that we've had before. Um, I was going to bring Kill 'em All, but, we've, but our crisis mode came on when a new album dropped. So I'm going to bring Moon Hooch's Red Sky, um, and it's available on SoundCloud. So if for you free. don't have a subscription to things, you can still listen to it for free. Exactly. So uh, go and do that, and then afterwards find a way to support the band. Uh, yes. Regardless. Uh, honestly, regardless of your opinion. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, go check that out. Follow the things and, and you know, just listen along, do your homework, and then be back with us to listen to our report. Uh, but that's next week. And this is this week. You can, of course, find us all over the internet. Patrick is at the Swagger. Brett is at Hey River at H-I-V-B-I-T-Y-B-I-B-B-A-R-D. Drew is at X, Juicer for X. The show is at four record breakers. That's the number four record breakers. Recordbreakerspodcast.com. Recordbreakerspodcast at gmail.com is our email. Uh, 
want to send us feedback by email, do that there. Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on YouTube and on Twitch and other places. Uh, give us feedback. Like us, share, find me. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, all over the place. Give us reviews. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, we're, oh, we're, 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 we're very receptive to, to getting some feedback, so uh, tell us stuff. Please. Uh, let us know you're out there. Uh, but that's it. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Doodaloo. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>